Okay, happy Friday, everybody. <clears throat> yeah, you hear the music, and you know what that means. Not only is it Friday, but it's time for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. In the studio again today, realty expert John Brodeen. We'll be talking with John in just a minute. Look, if you want that home, let's go get you that home. And it's okay to feel a little nervous. Or to not know what to look for. Because our network agents have the expertise to take the scary out of buying a home. Well, most of it. Now, let's go get you home. All right, John Brodin, I keep waiting to see you in one of these commercials. Yeah, they should have me. I know. I mean, you're a good-looking dude. Maybe not as good-looking as that guy, but (laughs) I could could pull it off, maybe. I I think you could. Um... (laughs) Last time you were here, Wednesday, uh, it was your birthday, yeah. and uh, you had a golf tournament. How did both go for you? It was fun. It was a really fun day. How'd you golf? Uh, pretty bad. Yeah, yep. I, I, my ribs are really messed up right now, so it was hurting me. to. It was killing me to swing. Not that I would have golfed any better if that wasn't the case, but yeah, we went out there and had fun. It's mostly like a socializing thing. Mm-hmm. So You ever sure. uh, think about not getting beat up for a hobby? Uh, maybe you'd be able to golf more? Yeah. <laughs> I used to, golf used to be my main hobby. Oh, it did? Yeah. Okay. Golf's very time-consuming also. Yeah. You can't really do both. It is. It is. I I wish I could be on the golf course all the time. Um, You know, I have people tell me all the time that uh, the cost of housing in Grand Forks, they all say it's ridiculous. I don't know because I don't go check house prices in any other town, but... Is the rise of housing, is it is it a real thing here in Grand Forks? Is it high? Yeah, so pretty much everywhere, um, house prices do go up over time. And that's why I harp on all the time that um, if you're, you know, if you're going to buy a home, it's a long-term investment and it's a great investment over the long term. You know, it's not something where you're going to get rich overnight with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you buy a home and you stay in it or you stay in a real estate market for a long time, it's pretty normal for, you know, house house prices to double or even triple over the course of, you know, 20 or 30 sure. years. Um, you know, I know that's certainly the case, like for when my parents bought their home in like 98 or something like that, you know, home prices have probably tripled since then. Oh yeah. Um, it, it's interesting. Yeah. How, so to answer your question, yes, house prices have gone way up. Um, affordability is still there right now, especially with the low interest rates. People would be surprised at how, uh, how reasonable payments are mm-hmm. on these places. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to live in a home for, you know, more than four years, it's still going to al- almost always be a better investment than sure. renting. If you're going to be in a house for three to four years, it, it can be a little bit of a wash. It's, it's going to be slightly more risk if you're going to be in a home short term, but you could still get lucky and hit the market on an upswing and still mm-hmm. make some money or, or do better than breaking even. You know, if you're going to be in it short term, it is much riskier to buy a home versus renting. Rent, renting is lower risk. Um, but if you're gonna if you're gonna rent for the long term, your rents are gonna be going up. You know, every couple. Oh yeah, of years. they don't ever go down. No, rents don't go down, um, and so you don't have the ability to lock in that payment the mm-hmm. way you do. So, like, even if we look back roughly ten years, the average for 2010, um, the average sale price in Grand Forks, people are, people are gonna this is gonna make people wish they bought a house back in 2010. Mm-hmm. The average sale price was 166.4. The median sale price was 150. Um, in case people don't know the difference between the average and the median, um, the reason we use the median um, a lot is it if you have a really high sale or a really low sale, it can kind of skew the average. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we look at the median, it's just 
taking all of the home sales that went through, lining them up from highest to lowest, and whatever number is exactly in the middle is the median. Okay. So it kind of eliminates some of those outliers, and, and one sale doesn't have as much of a chance to skew the number. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, and the average is just when you add up all the sale prices together, if there was 600 sales that year, you add all those sales up, and then you divide it by the number of sales. Sure. So 600, so you're getting the average, the mean. Mm-hmm. So um, back in 2010, the median was 150, um, and the average was 166.4. The average price per square foot was seventy six seventy nine a foot. So um, this year, year to date, um, you know we're a little more than halfway through the year. Four hundred seventy three sales have closed. The average sale price is two fifty seven nine forty four. The median sale price is two thirty, and the average price per square foot is one hundred fourteen twenty two. So prices have have gone up by you know. Over ninety thousand dollars. The average sale price has gone up by over ninety thousand um, dollars. You know, the median sale price has gone up by about eighty thousand dollars. Average price per square foot's gone up dramatically. Average price per square foot is another really great number to look at. Um, you know, that's going to show you. You know, across the board, you're not just seeing the average house. You're you're you're, you're seeing the average of what the new houses are selling for price mm-hmm. per square foot. Some of those are up in the one fifties. Some of the worst houses in town are selling. You know at 60 bucks a foot. Yep. So um, there's a wide range there, but that gives you a really good idea. Um, even last year, when we averaged the price per square foot for 2020, it was 111. So that's jumped up by $3 so far this wow. year. Um, and that's a result of low supply. It's mm-hmm. just like, you know, it's just like high school economics. What causes prices to go up? High demand and low supply. We had quite a few years from um, pretty much from like 20. Uh, 2016 I think it was yeah from yeah from about even from 2015 all the way up through um like 2019 where that didn't rise very much like in 2015 the average price per square foot was 105 a foot and in 2019 the average price per square foot was 108 dollars a foot so in those four years it rose just as much as it's rose so far from last year to this year wow um and then when you look at another market that was very similar to how ours is right now, the kind of um, 2012 through um, through 2015, you saw a dramatic rise. It went from 70 from from 2010 to 2014. It went from 76 dollars a foot to 98 dollars a foot, and those were years of very very low inventory, very strong sellers markets. Mm-hmm. But then you saw it level off for about four years. So that's kind of how the market cycle works, especially in the Midwest. In the coastal markets and the vacation markets, you see big rises, really dramatic, fast rises, faster than this. And then you see more dramatic drop-offs where you see housing prices sometimes fall dramatically. In the Midwest, it's just a little more slow and steady where you see, you know, years where prices rise. And then you might see a few years in a row where prices plateau and kind of stay Mm -hmm. the same. Because from... From 2015, the average sale price was 238. Median was 215. Um, in 2019, the average sale price was 245. Median was 229. So that's not that big of a rise for four years. But if you look at the rise in median and average sale price from 2010 to 2014, the average sale price went up from 166 to 220, which is pretty insane. Yeah, that is. And then the median sale price went up from 150 <clears throat> to about 199.7. So about a, you know almost a fifty thousand dollar jump. Are a little less than yeah, about a fifty thousand dollar jump in median sale price as well in those four years. Wow! So 
That's four, yeah, four years of really fast growth, followed by four years of kind of a plateau. And then now we're starting to see some fast growth again. So the people who are complaining about the high sale prices right now, if you see, you know, two, three years of these type of markets yeah. characterized by low <clears> supply, you know, you might be wishing you bought back in 2021. You know, when uh, when people hear some of these numbers, John, and they say, well, you know what, um, I'm just going to build my own house. Um, yep. Good luck with that right now, because I don't think that's going to be a cheaper way to go. Yeah, building costs have gone up a lot, just a the, lot. the cost of building. And, um, you know, a home builder we sell a lot of homes with is Thompson Homes. They mm-hmm. have like they kind of have the market on the lowest price point for yep. uh, for building, right? Mm-hmm. And even their models have gone up. You know, their base model used to be about two forty um, when they came to town, plus roughly you know twenty to thirty thousand in specials. Mm-hmm. Now that same type of base model is right around three hundred. Wow! So and and I've had plenty of clients. I've had a few clients um, who have. Uh, bought one of those right when Thompson Homes came to town and then decided to upgrade since then. And it's been kind of a short period of time, so you don't typically expect this, but they've made great profits on selling their homes um, because, you know, prices, especially for that type of home, have really gone up. Sure. Now, I don't know if you can answer this or not, John, but, uh, you know, the people that say cost of housing is too high in Grand Forks. Now, if you were to compare, say, with uh, Fargo, Bismarck, Minot, are they is it more expensive to buy a house in Grand Forks, or maybe you don't know those numbers? Yeah, to be honest, I I'm I know everything there is to know about the Grand Forks market. Mm-hmm. I do not know those other markets very well. Um, Minot's going to be more affected by the you know oil and gas industry. Sure. Uh, Fargo, larger market, more supply mm-hmm. to my knowledge. Um, but I, I believe they have a pretty hot market right now, especially twenty and twenty twenty one and twenty twenty. Um, similar situation, but I think their average sale prices might be a little lower than Grand Forks, but I, I'd have to talk to a Fargo expert to find out about Mm -hmm. that stuff. Um, you know, people always say, why is, why is Grand Forks more expensive than Fargo? One of the things people point to is at some point in time, you know, it's likely Fargo will have to put in a flood protection system like Grand Forks yep, did back yep, in yeah. you know, 2000 or whatever. <laughs> they've, been, uh, they've been working on that in Fargo since 97, yeah. and uh, <laughs> they still don't know what's going on. So it'll hap- you know, likely happen eventually, and I guess, I don't know the implications of that, but I'm sure it's going to cost you know, mm-hmm. those taxpayers some money. Um, but, you know, Grand Forks has a, has a really strong local economy. We have a nice diversity of different employers. Sure. It's not just one industry that um, controls the whole city. Um, so we've, you know, strong local economy, low unemployment, you know, low crime, safe community. Uh, we've got a lot of things going for us here. So basically if you've been renting and you've been thinking about buying a home and you plan on staying in that home, I mean, the numbers you just gave me in like 11 years, they have gone up almost doubled. So, I mean, it's a great investment, uh, also. Yeah, it is a great investment. And, and people might say, oh, this is a seller's market. This is a bad time to get into the housing market. And, I would say it is going to be tough to find a home, um, but if you have the ability to to find a home right now mm-hmm. and lock in a thirty year mortgage sure. at a two point seven five percent interest rate, that's a fantastic opportunity. If you're talking about, you know, the market cycles are what five to seven years mm-hmm. usually. So if you're going to be in your home for ten, fifteen years or whatever. Um, you know, you're going to go through a few market cycles. You're not worried about um, being on the wrong side of one or the, you know, the right side of another one or whatever. Um, you know, you're going to be in this thing for the long haul. And so you're going to be in that home during plateau years and you're going to be in the home where the 
values are going up by, you know, $3 a foot mm-hmm. per year or whatever. Yeah. You know, and it might not, you know, we've gone through the hottest part of the year um, market-wise. You know, May and June are already, the, May and June are typically the hottest months of the year as yep. far as real estate goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you might not see the average price per square foot stay at 114 when we check again back, you know, in, in January. Um, but it, it appears that it's certainly going up from last year. Well, let's face it. Nothing gets cheaper. No. It gets more expensive. Everything yeah. gets more expensive every single year. Yep. That's the way it goes. Rents go up. House prices go up. Locking in a 30-year mortgage, the only thing that might go up slightly, which really won't affect your payment very much, you know, taxes might mm-hmm. go up, insurance might go up. Sure. But your principal and interest is going to stay the same. Right. So, yeah. Learn something again today, John. Yeah, yeah. So. You're, uh, you guys really are realty experts. Thank you. Uh, big plans for the weekend? Um, more house remodeling stuff. Close on that duplex on Monday. Just got to get that thing ready. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a busy weekend. It's been <laughs> Never a really any rest, busy is there? Week. Never rest, no. Um, uh, how do we get a hold of John Brodeen, Realty Expert? Cell phone, 701-213-5428. You can call or text me. All right, and uh, there you go, Realty Expert John Brodeen. And you know what? If uh, you're going to buy a house from John, uh, maybe you want something changed a little bit. Might I steer you towards executive properties? These guys do all kinds of commercial and residential work. I mean, they do everything. Heard John mention he's having some work done in his kitchen. Well, they'll do that for you, too. If you want to find out more, you need a little bit of uh, tweaking done to your new home, 701-330-1273. Or you can go to executiveproperties.org. Again, thank you to our realty expert, John Brodeen with Berkshire Hathaway. There you go for a Friday Friday's edition of your bi-weekly podcast, A Done Deal. Have yourself a wonderful weekend, everybody.